0: Hi, welcome to the Songwriter Diaries. This is a podcast all about picking the brain of every songwriter that you know. So grab a glass of wine and join us. My name is Megan Ellsworth. My co-host is Caroline Stump. This is a Songwriter Diaries. We're all depressed, so let's write a song about it.
1: Hello, hello
2: everybody! Welcome to this episode of the Songwriter Diaries. I will be your host today, Caroline Stump, and in the hot seat we have our very own Megan Ellsworth. Ooh, hey! It feels very weird not interviewing somebody together. I know, and me just interviewing you. I'm very nervous. <laughs> I'm kind of <laughs> nervous, too. It's weird. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, oh, I feel like I'm talking to a stranger just interviewing them for the podcast. Yeah. Uh, we've been talking Megan for, like, an hour, but later. it's fine. <laughs> I know. <laughs> yeah. So, Megan. Yes, Carol. Why don't you start by telling your fans about yourself? Oh, okay.
0: Well, hi, fans. <laughs> um, My name is Megan Ellsworth, and I go by Ellsworth as my artist name um and i am based out of denver colorado but originally am from oregon and uh i just graduated from the university of colorado um with a double major in music business and songwriting and i am also Ooh. in a band called uh, sister neapolitan and i'm also a co-host of a podcast called the songwriter diaries oh my and gosh i so know cool. small world <laughs> And I play folk music, and I play acoustic guitar, a little bit of banjo, a little bit of bass, and I write songs. And I've been writing songs for about 10 years now.
2: Wow. Okay, here's a question that we didn't have planned beforehand. Ooh, hit me. Do you remember the first song you ever wrote? Yes.
0: It kind of, like, goes back and forth. It's a little blurry. There was this one song called... Dave (laughs) that I wrote for my cousin Dave oh I was
2: gonna be like is it about a lover
0: (laughs) (laughs) yes it's about a deep passionate love I had when I was 11 (laughs)
2: yeah those early
0: songs are um I wouldn't even really consider them songs (laughs) yeah
2: I look back on some of the things I wrote as a child and I'm like was I abused I'm confused (laughs) how did I even write this so how did you land on the name Ellsworth? Because I remember, I mean, if people don't know, we're not <laughs> only podcast hosts; we actually are best friends. We talk to each other. Um, <laughs> Surprise! <laughs> Surprise! <laughs> so I remember when you were coming up with your name because you were originally Megan Rose, and then you were like Megan Ellsworth, or then mm-hmm. Rose, like Rose. What? So how did mm-hmm. you land on Ellsworth?
0: Yeah. So. When I released my first EP in high school, it was actually both EPs I released in high school were under Megan Rose. And after a couple of years of like so many people asking me, is this you? Is this one you? This doesn't look like you on like YouTube and Spotify or whatever. um, I was like, I got to I need to change this because there's literally like billions of Megan Roses (laughs) in the world. And apparently, like, 75% of them wanted to be musicians. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) And so we all have a bunch of accounts on Spotify and Apple Music and all that jazz. So I then started going by my full name, which is just Megan Rose Ellsworth. And then, but for some reason, that just, like, didn't feel like it fit it felt too long. It was like way too long (laughs) because my Mm -hmm. name, my last name Ellsworth is already long. And then to add Megan Rose in front of that, it just like felt way too long. Um, And so then I was like, maybe I'll go by like my great grandma's name, Rose Ellen. And nobody seemed to like that for some reason. (laughs) Everyone was like, I liked that. I know. Well, yeah, you like that. But like my mom and my dad, they were like, "Mm, that's kind of weird i was like what like Um, well i'm
2: kind of weird and so are both of you
0: (laughs) yes they're shout
2: out um (laughs) yeah shout out (laughs)
0: um but then i just kind of thought it would be cool to go by my last name and so i did and it turns out there are also quite a few ellsworths but no one i noticed does it in all caps so i've been doing it in all caps and that's pretty much how I'm starting to kind of rebrand my stuff. I love that. Yeah, it was honestly a real process. <laughs> There's probably yeah. a lot of confused people out there going, what does she go by now? I don't even know. Who is that lady?
2: <laughs> who, who is she? Who is she? <laughs> yeah, I've talked to a few other people that have done rebranding um, of their name. And not knowing what to introduce themselves as to people. Right. Like, do you say, Hi, I'm Megan, or do you say, Hi, I'm Ellsworth? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
0: (laughs) Yes. Yeah. And then, like, like, your social handles are like a whole other world. Mm -hmm. And, like, Ellsworth was taken on a lot of platforms. So, I like all my social handles are Ellsworth the Folk Singer. So then people are like, are you Ellsworth or are you Ellsworth the folk singer? And I'm like, I don't even know anymore. I'm
2: Ellsworth, but I'm trying to be cohesive, but it's hard. (laughs) Yes, it's hard. Yeah. Oh, so many hoops to jump through.
0: Yes, agreed.
2: So your debut album is out today under Ellsworth, self-titled. Woo, woo, woo. Self-titled album. Self-titled. (laughs) <laughs> um when you went about writing your album did you go about the songwriting process as if you were composing an entire album or did you select songs that you had previously written and how did you select which songs would go on the album i love this question um thank you side note caroline <laughs> wrote all these questions with the I help no of help.
0: megan's partner colin yes true he did help. <laughs> um, and I think all these questions are brilliant. But um, anywho. Uh, so uh, the way this album kind of came about was not actually very planned. Um, so I was taking private lessons per the UC Denver like graduate music program. And... Um, and um, my professor, Matt Hoffman, was saying how he he thought that, like, every graduate should come out of school with, like, a full-length album and, like, being ready to totally, like, promote themselves and go out on the road if it wasn't COVID and yeah. all these things. And so I was like, yeah, I should I should start recording an album. But at the time, I was like, oh... I don't really have the funds right now and I'm still in school. I don't really have time and my schedule is so weird. And so Matt just, he was like, what if we just recorded it in my basement? And we started working on it like as a part of your private lessons. And I was like, "Um, I would love that. That's brilliant. And um, so that's what we did. And I basically just started picking songs that I had already written from previous years like Anxiety the first track on the album I actually wrote in high school um when I was a junior or senior in high school and then the most recent song on the album uh, I believe is um Daydream and I wrote that during at the very beginning of quarantine this past year and that was the last song we recorded because it was so, so new. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, so for picking the songs, it was kind of a long process, honestly, because I kind of went back and forth on some songs. Like Daydream originally wasn't going to be on it because at the beginning of when we started recording, it wasn't even written yet. And it was replaced by another song called Everything. Um And then I decided I kind of wanted to scrap everything. And so I replaced it with this new song, Daydream. And um, there was some other really old songs that I had written in high school that I wanted to have on the album. But I then decided, like, I didn't want to do that because I just wanted to keep it fresh and new. So it was, yeah, it was definitely an interesting process. And I'm ultimately really glad with what... um, the album looks like now and the songs that
2: make it up yes also for new listeners (laughs) matt hoffman was a previous guest
0: yes our
2: podcast we love him we stand so go take a listen to that take a listen take a listen listen to that previous episode (laughs) i
0: remember when we recorded that episode and we were both like, "Oh my gosh, our professor is coming over to my apartment." Yeah, it's like <laughs> and we're um, recording an episode. <laughs> yeah.
2: I'm like, in any other situation that wasn't music school, that would be weird. That would you know? be weird. <laughs> but it's music school, and it's also Megan and I, and yeah, we're weird. <laughs> <We're> <laughs> so it just weird. it works. It did. It did work. So, after you chose which songs you were going to record and put on the album. Did you have an idea of what order you wanted the songs to go in? What the track list would look like? um, And how did you come up with that? That was another thing that
0: took a lot of reworking. Like throwing ideas on the board. Erasing it all. Starting over. Moving things around. I've always kind of... uh, With my other two EPs that I released in high school. I kind of struggled with tracklist back then as well and an old kind of mentor of mine <clears throat> once told me that like the title track of the album should be the third track on the list and mm-hmm. so I kind of had that like that bias or that like pre-made thought in my mm-hmm. head going into this track list. And originally, that album was actually going to be called Only Human after my song, Only Human. So I was like, well, obviously, I have to have Only Human be the third track on the album, but I didn't really want it to be. Um, And so then I kind of once I decided to really go with my artist name being Ellsworth, I um, thought I could I would just have the album be self-titled. So that way, there wasn't really any like overhanging kind of subject to the album. Um, It was just, these are my songs. I'm Ellsworth. Hi, welcome to the show. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to this shit show. And um, which I really like now. And uh, so the track list now has been very curated by me and it pretty much was solidified after all the tracks were mixed and mastered and I just kept listening through all of them in different orders what I what I liked best what Matt liked what my mixer and master engineer um Ben liked we all know Ben Paisano we talk about him a ton about him all the time of (laughs) course (laughs) what what my friends and family liked what Colin liked and um but ultimately, it was it was my decision, and <clears throat> I opened the album with Anxiety, which I freaking love. And uh, the first few tracks are kind of more up, and then as you go, the album kind of gets progressively more sad, which mm. I kind of like, um, yeah. because it's kind of custom to have the tracks that are a little more low key, or maybe not like single worthy, whatever you say um at the end of an album more like uh deep cuts i guess and mm-hmm. so i put more of the deep cuts at the end and then um some of the more upbeat pop i wouldn't even call my music pop <laughs> but yeah. um but you know what i mean so so yeah the track list was another one of those things that like took a lot of working and reworking yeah yeah
2: that's what i found when working on my own album is the tracklist like I feel like it's such a personal mm-hmm. choice
1: mm-hmm.
2: but it's one that's so powerful because every time I listen to albums I listen to them in order and if you yes. are a psychopath that listens to albums the first time on backwards. shuffle oh or on backwards shuffle or on shuffle stop I know the, the track list is there for a reason. The artist wants literally to it in that order. I am so excited because I don't know Megan's track list. So I'm excited. I'm sure I've heard all of the songs, but I'm excited to hear the order. Um, Very pumped for that. But that's interesting about the title track being the third song. I had no idea. My title track is yeah. the first song. I know, which um, I love when you told me that. I was like, oh, that's freaking brilliant. Yeah. Yeah which we'll talk about all of that later, but Ooh, uh, oh, six. Sneaky, peek, <laughs> sneaky peek. But yeah, I also think that is helpful to know about um, like you self-titling it. You're right. It gives you a lot more freedom because there's not this whole like predetermined vision in your head of what the album is yeah. going to be like. Mm-hmm. Like I'm just thinking of folklore and you hear that title and it's like, oh, you expect something you yeah. know yeah like you see the artwork and you expect something so I think that's really cool what was your process of choosing which songs would be singles that you released was it your favorite songs was it the more poppy <laughs> songs that you yeah. wanted to release mm-hmm. um
0: I would say it was my like more popular songs like in general that i I had noticed people really reacted in a positive way too. So when I first wrote When You Do, which was the second single I released, um, my mom (laughs) was like, ooh, that's the one, that's the one. Everybody is gonna love it, you're gonna be famous. And (laughs) (laughs) um, so, and I also just freaking love the production on that song and the piano part that Matt played is mind-blowingly beautiful. Um, so I also just really liked it. So I wanted to, I wanted to have my singles be like upbeat so I could kind of promote them. Like these are like Americana country, Western folk rock vibes. Um, and so that people could maybe like dance to, uh, but then I also wanted to have one that was like true Ellsworth finger picking, sad fashion <laughs> um yeah. so i yeah so i went with growing pains to be the first because it's probably my favorite song off of the album
2: and um then when you do and then dear rosie i love dear rosie i'm so glad to release that one as a single me too because i remember towards the beginning of the process you were talking about maybe only releasing two singles mm-hmm. and not three and i was like you have to release dear rosie or, yeah. or not <laughs> or this whole thing is over. <laughs> this whole thing's over. The podcast is canceled. I love that song so much. Oh
1: um, thank you.
2: I'm expecting it to be my favorite on the album, but I haven't heard the whole thing yet. <laughs> Just as we're recording right. this. So, <laughs> if you could describe your album in one sentence. Um there's a first time for everything.
0: Oh. And I don't really know. I mean, I know why. i i I say that because this is my first full-length album this is the first album i'm releasing under ellsworth the first singles i've ever released as megan rose or as ellsworth and this is the first year of me being out of school as an adult person and uh so this album has come with a lot of learning lessons uh learning lessons I don't know if that's how you say that but it's come with a lot of lessons and um if I could go back and start over and do things differently I would totally do a bunch of things differently but I this is like my first child and I love it in spite of all of the little quirks and oddities that it has and um So yeah, there's, that's what I would say. There's a first time for everything.
2: I love that. Thank you. Oh, (laughs) so I think this kind of ties in with what you were talking about in terms of doing things differently, but what did your recording process look like? And if there is anything specific that you would change or do differently for future releases?
0: Yeah. So the recording process was so fun. It was so much fun. It was just Matt and me in his basement geeking out over like the weirdest things and playing shakers and just like intensely staring at each other, trying not to mess up. And, and then one of us messing up and being like, damn it, <laughs> and starting <laughs> over. Um, and I wouldn't change the process for anything. It was great. I learned so much. It was so fun. Um matt is one of the best people on this planet he's the best um but there are some like some things i would do differently i kind of could see only human having a different production a little bit i would also a lot of the recordings on the album are live so i sang and played guitar at the same time um in his basement in a really like reverbed kind of space um open space and um I love that effect and I would keep that I would just also want to I would like to have the live as well as separate tracks because now I'm going back trying to get instrumentals to like submit to different things instrumentals of each song and the only instrumentals full instrumentals that I have now are of the songs that I recorded guitar and vocal separately which are like three songs off of oh, the, yeah. an 11 track album so now I'm like oh I gotta go back and record just plain acoustic guitar to these tracks that I made um so I can like submit them to tv and film or whatever and um so I would do that differently uh and i would um i would also start this doesn't really necessarily have to do with like the recording process but i would also start promoting the album and kind of go in with a plan <laughs> earlier i started promoting the album like a week before the first single came out and um i did not have a plan and i was just flying by the seat of my pants And I'm still flying by the seat of my pants, and uh, which is true Megan fashion. Um, But I would like to go in with a little more time, a little more pre-game thought, and um, a little more planning.
2: Yeah. It's so hard, especially in this time, to plan anything. So true. Yeah. And I feel like also in the era of social media, things are in and out of people's thought process so quickly that part of me wonders like how much does it matter if you promote the album like a month in advance or two months in advance because then people are just going to forget until you keep coming back with things you just have to keep throwing things in their face because people are so forgetful and in the age of social media there's so much content and in the age of Platforms like Spotify and Apple Music. There's so much music. It's like, yeah, crazy what gets thrown at you every day. Oh, so I think that's, that's so interesting true. because I was like, Bacon did a great job promoting this. <laughs> in my wow. thank I, like, you. I saw your sponsored post. I was like, oh yeah, she's getting it. Like she's she's got uh, funds for advertising. Like she's killing the game. So it's interesting that you were saying you were just going for it because, I mean, everybody, but (laughs) yeah, but he's just going for it. Yeah, I it didn't appear that way. Oh, thank you.
0: I'm glad. And I didn't. I made that like Instagram, Facebook, like um ad, like so it like shows up on people's feeds and stuff. And I genuinely forgot about it until that moment when you just said, I saw your sponsored thing.
2: And I was like, what sponsored thing? I I was like, oh! (laughs) (laughs) Like, what did I put my name on? What did I sign? (laughs) (laughs) That's incredible. So what is your favorite song on the album and why? And I think you said Growing Pains earlier. Yes. Does that answer still stand? Well, I kind of have like a triple crown tie (laughs) are they your three singles no actually oh fascinating okay now you may proceed (laughs) okay so
0: growing pains Mm -hmm. i absolutely am head over heels in love with that song purely because i think the way that matt and i like produced it and the things we did to it and how it kind of morphed from this kind of like almost kind of sad self-realizing song that I wrote like at the beginning of quarantine when I everyone we were all feeling so lost how it went from that to kind of this like upbeat like like folk rock little anthem situation um I just love how that happened and I'm thoroughly obsessed with that song Mm -hmm. and um i
2: don't know if that's narcissistic to say but i am i totally am (laughs) no i mean it's like when people say that their kids are the best oh that's so true that's so true
0: it's my little baby (laughs) it's your baby um so that one and then fall is actually one Mm. of the other kind of more upbeat songs on the album and um I love how that song also took a turn um, and I really love it. And now we're in the works of practicing it with the live band um, for whenever we get to play shows again and hopefully soon, hopefully soon. And um, that's really fun to play live. And we just added like a solo section um, for my guitarist, Colin to do a little solo and um and I'm, I'm really excited for that song for everybody to hear because it's one of my for real favorites. And then um, my third favorite is probably Anxiety. It's um, a very good song. Because that song just is really near and dear to my heart to begin with. And I love the fact that we used a synth bass and um, – the name of the
2: bass is called trap bass <laughs> oh and gosh. i just think that's forget so- megan the folk singer it's megan with the trap bass <laughs> 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 that is, that's the name
0: it's just so funny like this is such a like folk album and then uh, the yeah. first song on the album it has like a trap
2: synth bass <laughs> you should have made it like <laughs> you should have made it anxiety featuring <laughs> trap bass <laughs>
0: And then I honor that mentions are also Close the Door and When You Do.
2: I, okay. First of all, all of the songs you write are great. So I understand why it's difficult for you to choose a favorite. <laughs> because all of those I absolutely love. But I am pissed that you did not put Dear Rosie on there. Because that song is life-changing. Oh, oh my god, thank you. I love that song so much. Oh. Um. You. But yes, I agree with your choices. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. Thanks i'm very excited to hear anxiety oh my gosh um, yes because i have not heard it it's like the fully produced yeah. final
0: i keep forgetting product. that you haven't heard it and then like the general public hasn't heard it either because i've been like sitting with this album for so long now that i'm like oh yeah everybody knows what this album sounds like <laughs>
2: yeah.
0: no one's heard it yet so. no
2: one but now you can go yeah. stream ellsworth <laughs> go listen to it <laughs> Self titled Elsewhere. Oh. <laughs> so, more general question mm-hmm. getting away from your album, baby. <laughs> Who are your biggest musical influences? Um, okay, I love this question. Can if I you guess? know me, <laughs> yes, please guess. <laughs> um, Tom Petty. Ding, ding, ding. <laughs> and Brandy Carlyle those are those are my two biggest guesses and then i know you love paul mccartney but is he an influence or is he just the love of your life that's a good question (laughs) (laughs) yes
0: you got him right on the right on the nose there i would say tom petty especially for songs like growing pains and fall uh i definitely took a lot of inspiration from tom petty's album uh or what's um? I forget the name of it, but it has. It's like a. I'll think of it. Never mind. I don't know. His. I took a lot of inspiration from him, and then Brandy Carlisle. Obviously, love her, and then also Phoebe Bridgers. A little yes. inspiration from her, and also Liz Longley. Um, I Ooh. took a lot of inspiration from her for this album. Um, yeah, and just like. Everybody in the Denver music scene, I would say, I take a lot of inspiration from, uh,
2: I just love all the music that comes out of this place. So, yes. Okay. Megan, will you share one of your songs (laughs) off of the album with us right here, right now? Yes. I am going to share
0: Fall. I think. And what is that song about? Megan? So this song is about falling fast and falling hard. And um and now it's just like a little bop.
2: <laughs> it's a bop now. It's a bop and a half. <laughs> a bop and a half. Would you so. say that that song encapsulates your first heartbreak? Yes. Your first it real does. heartbreak. It totally does. Yeah, Mm -hmm. that
0: one and Close the Door. Like, I feel like they both were like half of a heartbreak, like those two Mm -hmm. instances, and they equal one heartbreak. (laughs) Yeah, Um, yeah,
2: because I love those songs. Thank you. A lot. Yeah, the best songs
0: come out of a heartbreak. What can I say?
2: Seriously. (laughs) For sure. Okay, well, here's Fall. Thank you so much, Megan. I mean, you had to be here, but I'm... (laughs) You know, you're also the other host, but (laughs) and you'll also be editing this. But I'm so glad I got to talk to you about the album more specifically because me too. I knew bits and pieces, but I didn't know everything um about your process and about what went into releasing this masterpiece that you can stream everywhere under Ellsworth All Caps E-L-L-S-W-O-R-T-H Ellsworth. Yeah. Go stream it. I'm sure by the time this is out, I've already listened to it and hyped it up so much on my social media, and we will be hyping it up on our social media as well. Aww. Con- Aww. So, everybody, listen. We love Megan here, clearly. We love Caroline. <laughs> She's a host. So, the hostess
0: with the mostest. Thank you, Thank you for being the hostess with the mostest, also.
2: All right. Well, this is also our last episode of season five. Yes, it is. Here we go. And it's coming out on a Friday because what is time anyway? I don't Um, know.
0: We changed our come out dates or our come out dates. (laughs) (laughs) We changed our release date day of the week.
2: Yeah. Multiple times. Multiple times. Follow us on Instagram to keep up with our latest release yes um that is more reliable than the weekly (laughs) i would say so (laughs) but hopefully next season we'll get our shit together yeah hopefully
0: (laughs) well we love you thanks for listening
2: love you all thanks for
0: interviewing me caroline
2: oh of course (laughs) i had no choice (laughs) you really didn't (laughs) see you next season
0: see you next season Bye 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 I've been burned before, but I can't see the flames. Know what I'm walking into is the name of the game. But with her hands across my back, I settle my bones. With her hands across my back, I settle my bones.